Hello everyone, and welcome to the Commander's Forge. My name is Andy Bentley, and I am your host. Now, the Commander's Forge is an area for me to talk about magic, commander, and basically anything else that I want. Now, this weekend was the Adventures in the Forgotten Realms pre-release. And it is the first pre-release that I have attended since War of the Spark. Uh, let's get into that a little bit. After War of the Spark, I kind of got bored with magic, so I took kind of a hiatus. And then the pandemic hit. So I just kind of didn't. You know, I still bought some products here and there. And obviously I was playing webcam commander. But I hadn't, like, sat down in my LGS and really stressing the L in that, considering it's over an hour away. But I haven't sat down to play Magic there in almost two years. Close to, like, two and a half years, maybe. But getting into... The pre-release itself. Back in the old days, pre-release used to be at midnight for pre-release weekend. And there were times where I would run what was called the Gauntlet or the Iron Man. And what that was was playing in all of the pre-releases that weekend... And you were guaranteed to put into a drawing to win a box of the set. Now, normally there would be like two or three people that would do the gauntlet and they would amicably decide just to split the box. But this was a detail going to the midnight pre-release, getting home at 6 a.m., falling asleep for three hours, getting up, and driving back. Yeah, it was just, it was a lot. And there's no way I'm going to be doing that anymore. With them now able to start it at 8. And I mean, yeah, getting everybody settled, like, we didn't start till closer to 9. But still, like, I was home by, you know three o'clock which is a hell of a lot better than six o'clock regardless the first one my LGS does and the last one that they do for the weekend are two-headed giant so me and my cousin decided we were going to play in the Friday night one and uh, my running joke was I'm going to open the Vorpal Sword and force Mono Black. Which only half came true. Because I opened the Vorpal Sword. <laughs> so I ended up playing a black, red, low to the ground, heavy removal deck. 
whereas my cousin was playing more of a green-white dungeon deck splashing black for one card. And I just want to talk about something really, really stupid with the Vorpal Sword. So the Vorpal Sword is an equipment for a single black mana. The equipped creature gets plus two, plus zero, and has death touch, and it equips for black, black. You can pay five, black, 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 and until end of turn, Vorpal Sword gains whenever equipped creature deals combat damage to a player, that player loses the game. That's expensive, but, like, plus two, plus zero, and death touch means people really just don't want to block whatever you're swinging with. But I also had two copies of Goblin Javelinier, which is a single red mana for a 1-1 Goblin with haste. But whenever Goblin Javelinier becomes blocked, it deals 1 damage to target creature blocking it. So, if you put the Vorpal Sword on this and attack... They just lose their creature and nothing happens. It's just... Yeah. When we first realized that, uh, we both were like, Ah! That's a stupid combo. But my promo was Zorn, which is a 3-2 for 2 and a red, that says if you would create one or more treasure tokens and said create... Those tokens plus an additional treasure token. So I also had like this sub theme of making treasures with stuff like uh, Kalein Reclusive Painter, which is a one two for a black and a red, but when uh, they enter the battlefield, you create a treasure token. And other creatures you control enter the battlefield with an additional plus one plus one counter on them for each mana. From a treasure spent to cast them. My deck was pretty tight. My cousin's deck was pretty good. Uh, we almost won every round we were in. It literally came down to... They need to find a way to kill us this turn in each game. Yeah, it was a, it was a lot of fun. I uh, I miss in-person magic. Then again, I miss webcam magic, too. I haven't played any of that in almost two months. Yeah. Long story short, uh, I had a good time. And, uh... Right, I'll see you in a minute. Hey, did you know that for as little as a dollar a month, you can help support this podcast? All you have to do is go to patreon.com slash commandersforge, and that is C-M-D-R underscore forge. That's, that's it. That's all I got to say about it. If you want to help support the podcast, you can go there. And welcome back. Now, this 
second half of the podcast is going to take a step away from magic and into the MCU. So this morning, or more appropriately, I should say last night, I only slept like two hours and then my insomnia was like, no, I think you should be awake. So I loaded up Disney Plus and I saw that we had premiere access to Black Widow, which means my brother must have paid for it. So I was like, yeah, sure, I can load that up and watch it. And it's not a bad movie. I don't know if it's a great movie, but it's not a bad movie. In particular because this clearly happens after Age of Ultron, but before Endgame. So I think maybe the reason I can't get behind it as a great movie is because the timing feels weird. If that makes any sense. But I get its take in setting up more as part of the setup for a new Avengers or the Thunderbolts, if you will. And it was just, you know, it was just one of those feel-good movies. Like, I didn't have anything else to do. Nothing else seemed like anything I wanted to do. So I just sat down curled up with a blanket and watched a movie. And maybe that's the lesson. Maybe sometimes you just need to escape into a movie. And maybe sometimes that movie isn't great. And maybe sometimes the movie isn't even good. But it just kind of gives you a place to go. Somewhere to step into where you don't have to worry about where you're going to get the money to pay your next bill and how you're going to afford to put gas in your car every week. Just a escape from reality for a little bit. Yeah. Well, that'll be uh, it for me this week. Um, per the usual, if you enjoyed it, consider leaving a like or a review on iTunes. If you're watching this on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, you know, bells for notifications. And hey, if I've ever given you an ounce of joy, uh, I don't know, consider helping with the GoFundMe I started to pay off the tax man before they come for my kneecaps. But hey, this has been the Commander's Forge. And I will see you next time. That brings us to the end of the podcast. I would like to thank Nate and Erica Jacobs for designing my logo. 
and Cody Mulpey and Ian Foss for allowing me to use a sample of music from their band, The Crypt. The podcast can be found on YouTube by searching Commander's Forge. The podcast is Commander's Forge, that is C-M-D-R underscore Forge, on Twitter. I can be found on Twitter at Bentsmister, that is B-E-N-T-Z-M-R. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next time. And until then, here's to fun games and sick plays.